Welcome everybody to the third episode here at the Next Gen Podcast. I am Joey, your host, and today, well, today we're looking at Dragon Ball Z Sagas. Yeah, Dragon Ball, fucking awesome. My guest today is Dom, and he's a good old childhood friend of mine. He introduced me to this game, and we're going to be digging into that. Um, yeah, so... This game has a lot of childhood memories, it's going to be fun, but before we get into that, I just want to say thank you for all the support. I want to come on and thank my guests for doing this, because without them this wouldn't be possible. I want to thank all of you again, because, you know, I love doing this. If you could follow us, or leave us a rating, or, you know, just come hang out with us, you know, follow us on Twitter, I'll let you know what's going on, Next Gen Podcasts. I'm working hard over here, we're working out all the kinks, you know, this is the first time we've all done something like this. Um, one thing I'm learning is I need to tell my guests that it's okay for them to take the floor a little bit, because I'm recording this after we did the game chat for this episode, and that's something me and my guests talked about after, so... You know, it's something we're definitely working on. We're working to give you the best possible podcast we can give you guys. And, you know, if you have any ideas or any, you know, feedback, we would absolutely love it. If you have any game suggestions, send us an email at nextgenpodcasts at gmail.com. You know, even all your comments or whatever, send them there. Please, we, we want the feedback. We want to be better. We want to try and, you know, build this thing. With that being said, I'll stop uh, wasting all your time and uh, going on a rant here, and, you know, let's uh, put our hands together and call upon that energy and uh, summon that spirit bomb and blast our way into Dragon Ball Z. I'm going to tune up the music, and when it fades out, we'll be back. everybody and today i have with me dom and we're gonna look at dragon ball z and the reason i have with me my buddy dom is he is the only person i could think of that was the biggest dragon ball z fan and he's the one who introduced me to this game do you have anything to say yeah hi (laughs) (laughs) um yeah we uh we used to play this game a lot when we were kids just sitting in my basement rocking out yeah, yeah. Um, how did you find this game? Because obviously you showed it to me, but yeah, I don't know. I think I got it uh, as like a Christmas gift or something. My uh, my mom knew I was really into Dragon Ball Z. Like I, I used to watch it, the show on repeat. Like as soon as it ended, I just started again. Um, yeah, and I, I think she just like saw it at Walmart and picked it up, and it just turned out to be a gem. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Um. But before we get into the whole Dragon Ball Z talk, um, Kakarot recently released for the Switch, um, September 24th. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. That'd be a a different kind of port. Now, I really felt as if Kakarot was a lot like Sagas. And the one thing it really needed was the (laughs) co-op. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. 
because that's the one thing that made saga such a blast is playing co-op and having your buddy beside you and you're just blasting your supers yeah like uh even like right off the beginning like when uh whenever you fight raditz with uh, uh goku and piccolo like being able to do that in kakarot would have been crazy instead of having to play as individual characters Exactly. It would have added just so much more replayability, too, because it'd be like, okay, I don't want to play as the main this time. Let me play as all the side characters. And then you almost have a little more of an RPG aspect because there's sometimes you roll in a group of three. So you could almost switch what person you are. Yeah, yeah, that would have made it a whole lot more versatile, for sure. So getting into it, Dragon Ball Z Sagas was an okay game like looking back at it it playing it recently you realize <laughs> there's a lot of flaws it didn't age well now the game starts off very slow until you start getting all those z coins and the upgrades mm-hmm. but it starts to shine but it's not really like a chrome shine it's more of a spit shine yeah <laughs> there is there's just like a lot of mechanical problems like i didn't i didn't like that you couldn't fly upwards so if there was a really high coin, you had to find a way to like glitch jump to the top of a rock and then like glide across to get it. Or like boost dash into them or teleport or some shit. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I think I think that was just product of the age. Yeah, most likely. Right. They I... just I feel like they didn't fully understand the controller and like how to how to map something like that on it. And that's where Kakarot just played so well to incorporate a co-op into that where you are playing through the full story. Just, it would have been a blast from the past and it would have made so many people happy. Oh, absolutely. I uh, I still stand pretty firm. I think they should have had PvP in it. Because it's just, it's not a Dragon Ball Z unless like you can fight your brother. No, exactly. And, and I, I completely agree with that. There should have been some sort of multiplayer. So getting back to Sagas, like, I don't remember if any other Dragon Ball Z game let us play as future Gohan with one arm. Mm, there are a few. There are a few. Um, I do believe Infinite World uh, lets you do that. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. Hopefully, I don't get torn up in the comments. <laughs> but uh, I'm pretty sure. Did uh, did you ever play Infinite World? Is no. PS2. No, no. Um, I think it was the only it was the only Dragon Ball Z game where you got to run around the King Kai's planet and like chase Bubbles the monkey. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I have to check it out. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. But as a kid, it was pretty cool. Just just like playing as one arm go on and him relying more on his kicks than punches yeah that was actually really cool um like additive they put in where like they actually changed up his fighting style and i'm just gonna throw it out there i'm not worried about spoiling this game because if you've watched the series or you've played any other dragon ball that goes through all the sagas up to what's this cell does this go up to Cell or? Uh, yeah, yeah, it just goes. Well, I mean, technically it goes to Broly, but yeah, to Cell. Okay, I was just looking at my notes here, but yeah, there's no. There's yeah, no yeah, it goes up and it ends at the Cell sagas. Yeah, mm. but yeah, so spoilers, I'm not really worried about because it's fucking a game from 2005. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen like the episode of Trunks and stuff like that, like what what are you doing watching this episode? 
yeah. You gotta be a Dragon Ball Z fan. Come on, guys. Um, so it was kind of cool, and it threw you for a loop playing in co-op because there'd be some levels where you are only one character. So it would only be one player, and if that one person beat the boss, the second person didn't even get a chance. Um, so I can't remember. Um, when you're playing co-op, if you if you actually did a one person boss fight, did somebody play as the boss, or was it was it no. just one person? It no, was just, it was one, just person, one person, and if the oh, one person okay. died, the second person got to play. Oh, okay, right. And you right. take turns. Right. Yeah. Um. I recently played this like a year ago with one of my old buddies um we, we got pretty up there on some jazz cabbage and uh literally played this game in one <laughs> night straight <laughs> that's amazing sorry go on <laughs> yeah we, we blasted through this game in one solid stretch nice. it was great it was great yeah, it doesn't it's not a long game for sure well, and see, he's not really a Dragon Ball fan, so he was all, skip the cutscenes, I don't want to watch them. So I was like, whatever. Mm. <laughs> I don't care, let's just play. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they didn't have the original voice actors. I mean, for the most part. Like uh, like Kid Gohan and stuff was different. I'm pretty yeah. sure Sean, Sean Chamel played Goku still. I, I, I really don't know, because the last time I played through it, I, we weren't really playing yeah. to listen to the voices. <laughs> so... Um, another cool part was once you beat the game, you unlocked a bunch of characters and yeah, the pendulum mode. Well, we, we didn't play that, but me, what me and my buddy did after we beat the game is one of us was Yamcha and one of us was Krillin (laughs) (laughs) and we tried playing through. (laughs) It was pretty much playing on hard mode. (laughs) Oh, and it was on hard mode. So it was like playing on fucking extreme that's amazing we lasted quite a while um then we skipped to like fighting cell or fucking frieza or some shit and we got our asses handed to us but we held our ground for a little bit (laughs) (laughs) but you just do no damage yeah it's fucking it's great uh so you didn't you never played the pendulum game mode i don't remember it uh so it pretty much it let you choose whatever character you wanted um to play the levels but uh it lets you pick from like a wide variety so you could play as broly or whatever and uh he was just so overpowered like it it took all difficulty out of the game but uh it was cool because the like the characters were all individually voice acted and they had all their own animations and like uh like combat styles which for the time that it came out was you know not really rare but not exactly common yeah um, I wonder if that pendulum mode's exclusive to like not GameCube because that's what we played it on was GameCube. Oh, that's a good question. I uh, yeah, I had it for Xbox original. I know that's what I originally played it on. Like I said, you introduced me to it. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure me and you played pendulum. I was fucking addicted to that. Sorry, am I allowed to swear? I'm really. Bad oh yeah, yeah. Swearing. So okay. um, okay. we're gonna have an explicit <laughs> rating. Just because I don't really fucking care and I don't want to censor myself. Yeah, I'm bad at not saying. Man, my my son yells at me for it. He's three. Like, oh, <laughs> it's like my daughter came up to, or she did something today, and then she went fuck, and I looked at her. I'm like, what did you say? She's like, fuck. I'm like, okay, that is really close to a swear word. 
be careful. <laughs> <laughs> nice I can't try. discipline you because you're on thin ice, little one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't find information whether or not Pendulum Mode was on GameCube or not. But I'm sure it was, and I just fucking missed it because, like I said, we were pretty fucking out of it. <laughs> so, you know, like, there's not a whole lot to say about this game because you're just playing through. It was interesting because it, it threw you on this linear story where it wasn't just boss fight, boss fight, boss fight. Like, yeah. they, they threw the Cybermen at you, yeah, and that was like fun. It gave, you, it gave you kind of like an adventure feeling, right? Like, it was very linear, but, like, the minor exploration really kind of changed. At least for me, it changed the way I viewed Dragon Ball Z games. No, exactly, and there was points in time where you could finally get to, like, a higher ledge, and then you could finally fly back in the level to collect the shit that was high up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the, a product of the time, it was a pretty good game. Um, yeah, especially reviews, only being like 10, right? Or 12, or however old we were. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, 2005, I was 10. So mm. we probably played this when we were 12. Yeah, yeah, I know. think I moved to town uh, when I was uh, either 12 or 13. So, yeah, it would have been in there. Yeah. But for a product of the time, it was a great game. And when I saw Kakarot come out, like that's all I hoped for was this feeling again. And then it let me down just because they didn't want to put co-op in. And I don't understand why. Yeah. Like, yeah, it definitely had like big promise. I have programming experience. And the only thing that would lead them to not throwing in a co-op is how demanding the game is. But so what? You got to downgrade the graphics a little bit. It's a fucking Dragon Ball game. It's supposed to look cartoony, you know? Uh-huh. And you throw in the co-op. <laughs> yeah, like, I think they were, like, specifically going for pretty, though. Like, I remember the E3. I, th- I think I think it was the E3 when they announced it. And they were talking, like, pretty exclusively about, like, how you could fish and you could fight dinosaurs and how fucking beautiful the game looked. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think they were going for pretty. But see, I think downgrading the textures, you know, to 1080p and not having 4K wouldn't have been a big deal if they would have thrown in that co-op because now it's not just an alone experience. Uh-huh. You know, you add in that online co-op, you add that has those beautiful graphics, and then you add in the offline co-op that has the downgraded graphics. Fair enough. And- as long as you're not tethered together. Right. No, no, in, you can't in be. Sagas, you, that was annoying. Yeah, no, exactly. And you can't be. But almost do, I don't know if you've played any recent Lego games, but they do this weird split screen where when you get close to each other, it becomes one screen. And when you go further apart, it splits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I kind of like that mechanic and I feel it would have fit well because it rotates based on where you are relative to each other okay um that so, being said though what if you what if like you're playing split screen or whatever and you guys are close together but like player one wants to rotate the screen left right would it just rotate the whole thing or would it rotate just half i think it would just rotate his screen like his okay. view so it like, would just re-split the screen again like you have yeah probably 
That'd be hard to that'd be hard to map out in a three D grid. Yeah, like I don't know, maybe when it's together you can't rotate your screen, but when it goes apart you can. Yeah. It'd be a little fucked yeah, up. That, thing. That'd be a little janky, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Either I, way. I don't think Lego deals with rotating screens. Mm. I think they have like an auto camera that does it for them. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, after so many iterations of Lego games, they've have that shit nailed by now. Yeah. So now, like the upgrade system was all based off the Z coins, which were spread throughout the level. Mm-hmm. And like that's how you got like your teleports and your upgraded supers and more speed and combos and shit. Yeah. And once you started getting those combos, this really started to feel like a Dragon Ball game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, especially once like because they uh they were like in your skills and moves, right? So you could like see you had to like punch three times and throw two kicks and punch again and then throw a blast and it would do like its own special combo. And it really changed it from just being like a linear like uh like three D adventure to an actual fighting game. Yeah. Exactly. Have you played this game recently at all? Um so <laughs> I uh I went to, um and I found the disc, but because we played it when we were twelve, I didn't take very good care of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got the Xbox original hooked up again and had the game in, and I had been like hyping my wife up to play yeah. this game with me, like just filling her full, like oh it was so much fun when I was a kid, you're gonna love it. Yeah, and it took me like twenty minutes, maybe half hour, just to get it to like the start screen. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got in and it was just so janky and not how I remembered it. I think we finished the Raditz fight and she was like, Yeah, I mean it was cool, but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, I played the GameCube version and it was a <coughs> official version <Yeah>. of it. <laughs> and it I didn't have any problems running it, so No. Um, no, no. And my it, disc was just scratched to hell, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I my experience with it is it is still a very playable game if you get a non-scratched version. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if the Xbox version played different from the GameCube, but like the GameCube version it's janky. The beginning's slow, but it's exceptionally playable. Okay. So, well, that's a good recommendation. Yeah, maybe I, uh, I'll uh, I throw you my copy. Yeah, yeah, I uh, might have to see if I can play uh, <coughs> official version on my official <coughs> Wii. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know how long it's been, but there's really not much more we can add to this game. It was a blast from the past. It was a great... I shouldn't say great. It wasn't a great. It, it was a decent experience overall. But it was life changing when I was a kid. Like oh yeah, that shit. That shit was everything to me. Right like, up until uh, like the Raging Blast games came out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, nostalgia factor. Like this game's probably like a nine out of ten for me. But oh, for sure. Throwing in like throw away that nostalgia factor, and then looking at that spit shine coating like oof. 
what, what should we rate this out of? Because I don't want to do just 10 scale. It's kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a bad game, even still. Like it's not it's not bad. It does fairly well to stick to the original story for the most part. Um I mean if it was gonna be a percentage, I'd probably hit it around like fifty, you know, like like three and a half stars out of seven. Three and a half Dragon Balls out of seven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I come in a little higher just because of my recent experience with it. Yeah. At like uh, you know, four and a half, maybe five Dragon Balls. Oh yeah. Yeah, like I had a pleasant experience with it recently and that just shows like it was last year. So 2020, 15 years later and to have an enjoyable time still with this game, like. Yeah, that's not very common. No, it it just, it shows that the game does hold its ground among Dragon Ball games. Yeah. Because like the the Budokai games, they released so many, and then it kind of evolved that the Budokai games didn't they just change into the what was the Xenoverse? Uh, yeah, pretty much. They they tried. They I guess their first attempt at that evolution was uh, like Battle of Z, and that was just an absolute shit show. I don't know if you played that. It's not worth it. So, so <laughs> I not. actually and play many Dragon Ball games. It was this one, and then I bought Kakarot. Really? Yeah. I've, I've probably played all of them. Like, I, I intentionally went back and played, like, Super Nintendo games that were just completely Japanese and really janky. So I'm a, I'm a sucker for Kingdom Hearts, but other than that, like, when it comes to anime games, I, I prefer to put my eggs in all the baskets, because you never know what one's going to be good. <laughs> This is true. Like, I right? bought that. It only really takes one egg to make an omelet, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, I bought that One Piece game for 20 bucks, and I was disappointed even for 20 bucks. <laughs> the uh, open world one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I borrowed it off a of buddy to try it before I bought it, and I didn't buy it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I picked it up for 20 bucks, and I was highly disappointed. Um, do you have Xbox Game Pass? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the fuck. So you're going to be playing Back for Blood then? Oh, absolutely. I'm probably going to be on the computer, though. Yeah, send me a message. Oh, for sure. Because that's what I got it on. Well, when does that come out? October 12th, when our podcast comes out. Oh, sweet. Sponsored. No, I'm just kidding. And for, for, <laughs> Well, first episode's Left for Dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there we go. Exactly. So Maybe I'll be Back for Blood. oh you just you should have listened to the episode you should have listened to the episode i sent it to you yeah i'm sorry i just i had the oh no you've been busy stuff today yeah i just got back from dundalk all right well thanks for coming on and uh i appreciate it dom and you know we will have you on again i don't think we're gonna spoil the episode yet on what you're gonna do all right i'm gonna keep that one in the bag for now Sounds good. All right. Um, thanks for having me on, man. I really enjoyed it. It's good no, talking to you. No problem. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Dom.
on for doing this, and thank all you for listening. I hope you stay tuned for the next episode, which is hopefully out in uh, two weeks. With that being said, thanks for all the support, and keep it up. Uh, like, share, follow, do all that at NXGEM Podcasts. Um, follow us on Twitter, we'll follow you back. And with that being said, uh, I'm your host, Joey, and thank you. Just, yeah, thank you. All right. Have a good one. Bye.